It's his job, Martha said. Let's try not to make definitive statements. Remember, there is no objective reality, only perceptions. Right. Martha rolled her eyes. To me, it feels like it's his job. What specifically is it about Noack's job that feels like a problem to you? He's away so much. That's how it appears to you anyway, Noack said. There was a loud clunk and a grinding noise, and then the inertia warning lamps ignited on the ceiling. They all fastened their seatbelts. That's not just my perception, it's your daughter's too. Don't say my daughter like I'm not... Let's try not to issue commandments, Counselor said. Fine. When you say my daughter, it feels like you're accusing me of not being a good father, which of course I am. I'd be grateful if you could just use the name we gave her. He looked to the counselor for reassurance that he'd phrased it within the bounds of their session agreements. She gave him none. The station's rotation slowed and Noack felt his weight diminish. Their leather seats creaked as their buttocks lifted away from them. Martha squeezed the arm of her chair. I feel sick, she said. You're... I mean, it appears to me that you are making me the fulcrum of all the dissatisfactions in your life, many of which have nothing to do with me. The station, hun. I meant the station. Oh. The following morning, the station ring was still failing regularly, the rotation slowing and the verisimilitude of gravity falling away, making the contents of coffee cups pitch, and then all the objects of their life to become animate pioneers of the air, suddenly blessed with a thirst for exploring the interior of their pod. A blob of coffee the size of a tennis ball collided with Martha's chest, the impact causing gelatinous ripples to whirl across its surface, warping its shape into a mesmerizing landscape of waveforms, without breaking the ball's integrity. It rolled up and over her shoulder towards the ceiling, where it was caught in the suck of a vent and whipped out of their lives forever. For fuck's sake, she said. Gretchen foraged in the air for her cereal like a fish, hoovering up pebbles of milk with noisy slurps. Put your seat belt back on, Martha said. Don't poo-poo her ability to find the fun in this, Noack said. We don't all have to live in irritable city. And then to Gretchen. Do we, sweetheart? He undid his own belt and pushed off from his seat to retrieve his toast. Don't make her your ally against me. Hun, please, chill out. Try to find some joy in it. The habitat ring of the station made a metallic groan, like an iron giant stretching its limbs, and then the rotation resumed, the objects in the room slowly acquiring weight. When they had finished breakfast... Noack put the dishes in the washer and then allowed Gretchen to prepare their home for the next phase of the day. To her, the pod was a wonderland, the touch of her chubby little fingers causing the mutable framework to reconfigure with gentle pneumatic puffs. The beds glided, swan-like, back inside the wall, and the dinner table spiralled down into the floor like an enormous white sycamore seed. Their shower cubicle was whisked away, and their lounge delivered. Did you book the zero-grav suite for Gretchen's birthday? Martha said. Of course. I've only had two acceptances so far. We live within a hundred metres of everyone we invited. No one's going to miss it. It's less than a week away. Everyone will come, I promise. I just can't stand this. There is no this, 
It's all this, he tapped the side of his head. Don't patronise me. Noak squeezed her shoulder. I have to go to work. Right. I'll see you later. Later for you, but not for me. Noak sighed and moved to kiss her, but she turned away. Let's just hope I make it back alive then, and this isn't your final memory of me. Great. Thanks for that. The anaesthetist checked Noak's name, which was a ridiculous bureaucratic necessity, as Noak was one of only three light-speed pilots, and he the only male one. I've lowered the dose a little this time, she said, as she pulled down the collar of his wetsuit and strapped the air cannula to his neck. When you came out of light speed last time, your responsiveness was a little off. It was? As far as he was concerned, he was fully alert throughout the voyage. He'd made